We, we pick up on Duff uh, 105, and uh, that is uh, Kufhei, and we uh, start a, uh, we quote from the Mishnah, Chutz mi pachot mi shava pruta, Bekerin. He said that uh, if uh, uh, th- there was, uh, some, you know, the, uh, the victim uh, forgives the, uh, the owner uh, the, the amount, uh, uh, except for less than the value of one pruta of the principal, of the Kerin. Uh, we said that that was uh, the... That was allowed, then you could continue. Okay, Amar uh, Papa, Papa said, Lord Shanu, Elish, Ain Gazela, Kayemet. Papa qualifies this. He said, That is only when uh, you don't have to run after uh, to return it, that is only where uh, the stolen item has disappeared. Aval Gazela, Kayemet, if the stolen item is still around, you do have to run after him. Kashin and Shema Tiaker. Because what happens is you are worried about the fact that it uh, goes up in value and then you would have um, one pruta at least of the kerin uh, that you haven't paid back and therefore that is uh, considered uh, something that you now have to pay back. All right, Ikad uh, Amrei, there's, there's, there's a version of this. It says, Amra Papa, Lo Shanu Gazela Kiemet, Velo Shanu Eina Gazela Kiemet. It doesn't make a difference whether the stolen item is around or whether it's not around. Eino Tzrich Lelei Chacharav, Lishema Tayeker, Lo Kashinan. Because we are, um, we, we, we worried, uh, we, we, we're not worried uh, that it's going to go up uh, in value. That's it. So he says it doesn't make a difference if the stolen item is around. Okay, so two different, two very different opinions of uh, Rav Papa. Right, so now once we continue discussing this, Amar Rava, uh, Rava says, Gazal Shalosh Agudot. Basically, you steal three uh, bundles. Uh, bundles of vegetables or whatever it happens to be, uh, and each of them uh, are, are three, uh, it's, it's worth three prutas in total. Uh, and then, uh, and then what happens is uh, the price drops and now they're only worth uh, two prutot. All right? Uh, so now you only owe the guy two. So really what could happen is that uh, originally when you took them, they were worth one uh, each, and now they're worth uh, two in total. So now they're worth two-thirds uh, of... Um, two-thirds each, but if you return uh, two uh, uh, bundles, okay, out of the three, you return two bundles out of the three, uh, it says, you, you, you still have to return uh, the third one as well, because you might think that now it's worth less than a pruta, I don't have to return it, and I could just return two, which decreases my uh, liability down to less than a pruta, uh, still you have to return uh, the other uh, bundle. Okay, so that's, that's one opinion. Um, all right, so, uh, so that's it. So even though it's less than a, less than a pruta, but then there is a teacher of, uh, of, uh, of a Mishnah. Uh, there's a Mishnah on 96 uh, that, that, uh, that we had. Uh, it says, uh, uh, And if you, and, um, uh, if you steal some chomets from someone before Pesach and then Pesach passed by, uh, then, you, and even now that you can't get any benefit from it, still, you are entitled uh, to say that here it is. Uh, you give it back to him as it is. Here it is in front of you. You don't have to uh, pay back uh, this person, despite the fact uh, that there is a loss over there. So now, uh, w- w- you know, w- what is what is it? Tamed ita and that's only if it is there. 
okay, and that still exists. Hi, later, Bane, uh, and it's only um, uh, if, if it wasn't there, uh, over there, Afagav, Dashta, Lav Mamona, even though it wasn't there, we say even though it's got no monetary value now. Uh, it says Kavandi Mikara Mamonahu. We say uh, because it originally had uh, a money, uh, valid, uh, a valid monetary value, okay, by uh, Lashlume, so we would have to pay uh, the person back. And so to now, Hachanami, the same situation over here, uh, the proof is Afogav, the Hashta, Losh Avapruta. Here now, the, uh, this last bundle uh, that, you, that you took, uh, even though now it's not worth a Shavapruta, the value of a Pruta, it's only it's worth less, worth less than a Pruta. Kevan, Demikara, have a Shavapruta, by Lishlume. So that's why you'd have to return it because of the fact that it, it was originally worth a Shavapruta. Uh, so that is the uh, the proof. All right. So now uh, another similar kind of case. By Rava, Gazal stay agudot be pruta v'chazilo echat mehem ma'as. So if you steal uh, two bundles uh, and, uh, and 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 both of them were worth a pruta, so really it's a, it's a half half. Uh, they were each worth half a pruta each, uh, and you steal it. So now, because the whole bundle is worth one pruta, uh, if you return half, so now you've got essentially uh, one half uh, with you. Mao, uh, what do we? How do we look at that? It's me, I'm Rinan. On the one hand, do we say hashta like a gazela? Uh, there's nothing uh, defined as gazela uh, because uh, it is uh, it's worth worth less than a pruta, and therefore it's not considered anything stolen anymore. Uduma. Hello, Hadar, Gazela, have a gabe. Or maybe what he's saying is uh, the guy's got stolen item, uh, a stolen item uh, in his in his possession, and he didn't return it yet. Uh, and therefore, uh, you have to. Uh, you would have to return it because, after all, it is stolen goods. And then Hada Pashta, and then Rava came along and resolved uh, his own question. Gazela, Enkan, Shava, Enkan. Uh, there's no stolen item here uh, because it's less than one pruta. Uh, and then he says, uh, but, uh, but there's no requirement uh, to return. Hashava, uh, to give it back. There's no requirement to give it back. And the Gemara says, uh, you know, uh, um, how, how can you say that surely those two things are uh, um, contradictory? To say, you know, uh, it, it's one or the other. Igazela, Enkan, Hashava, Yeshkan. If there's no. Uh, stolen item over here. Uh, why would you have to return? Uh, you know, would you? Um, you know, it, it, it's it's less it's less than a pruta. It means that uh, there there will be uh, a, a requirement to return it. You know, and uh, it, it's it's still because you know he's uh, and otherwise he should be exempt. Uh, and that's it. So. Um, uh, no, no. So this is what Rav is saying. Even though uh, you would be exempt uh, from returning it, because technically it is less than a shava pruta, there's no stolen item here. Uh, still, uh, it says mitzvah hashava einkan. What he means is you're not going to get the mitzvah of giving something back uh, because uh, it's worth less than a pruta as well. All right. So, so you can't fulfil uh, the mitzvah properly. That is that is essentially uh, what he's saying. Thank you.
this is also, you know, reminds us of the uh, uh, there's that discussion uh, about, you know, why um, uh, the people of the of the flood were destroyed because they, it says they, they they had Hamas in their hands, which means robbery and violence, and uh, they used to to steal the breakdown of society. They used to steal uh, less than a pruta's worth, and because the, you can't really claim uh, less than a pruta's worth, so that you know uh, that's on an agaric level uh, also relates to this discussion over here. But now. Uh, what we have is a similar uh, type of idea uh, with uh, regard to um, Rava. Uh, we have a similar idea, but in a different area. Amrava, Amru, Nazir. Going back to Nazir for a few seconds. Shigilach Sarot. So uh, it, uh, Nazir, um, who, who shaved his head, Vishir Shtei Sarot. He leaves over uh, two hairs. Uh, it says, uh, He hasn't done anything because you have to shave your whole head. And uh, if you leave two hairs, uh, that is considered significant. By Rava. Uh, what happens if you uh, uh, cut uh, one of them, you leave two hairs, and then afterwards you, you cut one of the hairs, and the other one, uh, and the other one fell out on its own. Mahu, how do we look at that? Uh, so, and then Rava comes along 
Rashi gives the same kind of answers he did before. Pashta uh, He said there's no hair here and there's no shaving here. Um, and the Gemara uh, also is surprised uh, by, by, by this. Isar Ainkan, if there's no hair here, uh, it means that you've shaved. Surely uh, it means that you've shaved. So the, uh, he comes along and explains it Hakikama the same way, uh, in a, conceptually as we did before. Afalpim, Shesar Ainkan, Mitzvah Guluach Ainkan. So even though there's no hair, uh, you have lost out on the mitzvah of shaving. Uh, because uh, there's no longer the minimum amount required uh, to go ahead and shave. All right, uh, another similar type of um, uh, question. Amarava, Hare Amru, Chavit, She Nikva, Vistuma, Shmarim. So what happens is, is that uh, what uh, what uh, we're talking here about too much oil. Uh, so what do we? That it's. Um, impurity inside a house, uh, what happens is in a situation where uh, a dead body is inside a house, uh, the, uh, the, the tumor, the impurity uh, rises up, uh, kind of hits the roof and, uh, and, 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 and uh, if the roof is a solid uh, roof, it spreads out all the way uh, to the side and then goes down. Uh, if, there are, uh, if there is a hole in the roof, uh, the, the tumor will go through there and, uh, um, uh, and, uh, and assuming there's like a second story on the house. Uh, so if it, the body's on the ground floor uh, and then there's a second, a first, uh, you know, a, a one level up uh, and if there's a roof uh, between the bottom floor and the, and the top floor uh, and the roof's got a hole in it, the tumour will just continue all the way up uh, and hit to the, the second floor and impurify everything, uh, not only on the first floor, uh, but in the second floor as well. All right, so now what happens is, in this situation, a person uh, put a, an earthenware vessel, uh, a, a barrel, uh, in, in, in the place to block the hole. Uh, and if he goes ahead and he blocks the hole, uh, then uh, the tumour uh, can't go up. Now, what happens is you put this, that hole there, uh, but now the barrel itself uh, that you put in place. Now, uh, earthenware vessels only contract tumour from inside. Uh, they, don't, they don't get tumour from the outside. So even though the tumour hits this barrel, it acts as a barrier. However, uh, if this, bar- barrier, uh, this barrel has got a hole in it, and it's, uh, it's got a hole in it, and then um, uh, it's got wine in, for example, uh, or, or oil and like other uh, little bits of, of, the, of the grapes or sediment uh, of the, uh, the oil, whatever it happens to be, blocks it up. Uh, that's it. So, Vistuma uh, Shmarim. So, really, there's no hole there anymore because it's got uh, the, these, uh, this, these food uh, items over there. Um, uh, it comes along and has saved uh, the, the tumor from rising. Uh, over there. Uh, so now, so, so we say well, that's, that's fine. Uh, by Rava, so Rava's question is now, Agaf Chetia Mahu. What happens uh, if uh, these, uh, these, the sediment or whatever it happens to be uh, goes along and blocks half the hole? All right? uh, on the one hand, we say that the hole is no longer large enough uh, to allow tumor through. It's got to be one tefach by one tefach uh, in order for tumor uh, to pass through. So that's like five fingers breadth uh, by five fingers breadth, uh, so <coughs> hand by hand, 
uh, essentially, and uh, now you've sealed half it. So on the one hand, you say the tumor is not allowed, they're not big enough to pass through, uh, and, and therefore it's considered sealed. Or maybe you say, listen, the hole was initially uh, large enough uh, to do it, to allow impurity to go through it, and has not been completely sealed. Uh, it's still uh, you know, considered porous, and, and the tumor would be able to go through it. Amalai Rav Yema Le Ravashi Rav Yema says to Ravashi Surely Lav Mishnah Tainu He's there Surely it's our Mishnah That Rav had mentioned above Because Did none um, uh, because uh, the, that Mishnah says Ha'achavit shenikva ustuma shmarim what happens is if you have an earthenware barrel uh, that gets a hole in it and then uh, the shmarim the sediment comes along hitzilua uh, carries on and it's, uh, it, it, uh, uh, we'd mentioned this and that's, that's what we mean that the one above hitzilua has saved it now uh, the next part of the Mishnah, Pakaka uh, Bizmora. What happens if you use a vine uh, to plug the hole? Uh, then what we say, Ad Shimerach. Uh, you know, so in, it, it's, it's until you actually come along and put clay uh, around uh, that, uh, the, the other parts of the hole. So we see that uh, an area. Uh, that, that is not completely uh, covering, does allow tumor uh, to go through those little areas. So basically what happens is you have to seal it up and smear this clay uh, all around it uh, uh, in order to block the hole properly. Havila uh, Stein, what happens if there are two vines uh, in, in, in the hole? Basically what you have to do is you have to kind of uh, block up the hole and, uh, and, and essentially close it uh, with, this, uh, with this clay uh, all around it. So, uh, and, and that's it uh, on their sides and in between them, uh, etc. So now it says, Tama uh, the, the, the Marach. Uh, the reason is because uh, it's, uh, it, it stops, become, it, it would block it from Tuma because you've. Uh, 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 you know, spread this clay uh, over it. High law, marach, you know, law, and, and the implication is if you didn't spread this clay over, uh, it would not become uh, uh, able, I mean, would not prevent the tumor from going through. Am I? Uh, why do we say that? To have a surely what you do, you know, the, the vine is in the hole, uh, surely it's already half uh, plugged up, and there's no difference. What's it if it's a uh, um, Plugged up with sediment or plugged up with a vine. Uh, why? You know, what's the what's the difference uh, between uh, the two of them? Uh, you know, so so why would you differentiate uh, between the, the, those two cases? Surely it's the same, and that's why Rabbi shouldn't have stated his question because we got an answer from the continuation of the Mishnah. The Gemara says no. Uh, Amri. Uh, we say no, you cannot compare uh, these two cases. Uh, why? If you don't put clay uh, around uh, the vine, uh, then agaf, uh, then it won't law kai, it won't stay in place. Uh, as opposed to agaf when you already sealed half it with something that uh, remains midi the kai kai. So with, with something that stays in place, uh, what we say is uh, that is considered a valid seal. All right, so there's no answer uh, to that question. All right, next uh, question uh, that Rava has. Uh, Amarava, 
this case of taking chametz and before Pesach and leaving it until after Pesach, then by Rava. And so what happens is you can return it as is. So now, um, uh, you know, here it is in front of you. I'm giving it back as it is. So by Rava, Rava raised the following question. He says, Nishba alav ma'u. What happens if you swore uh, falsely about it? Okay, and you say, uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have it or anything like that. So now, on the one hand, Miamrinan kevan di mignav We say, if it was stolen from him, you'd need to pay back uh, the initial amount of the chamech to the person. So really, what we're saying is, is that uh, it's, it's a monetary obligation that you're swearing about. Once you're swearing about a monetary obligation, uh, then uh, you have to come and pay uh, the additional fifth. As we've always said, it's a quarter. We just call it a fifth for uh, ease of use because that's what the Gemara calls it. Right, so uh, what, uh, because, you know, do we say that something that is technically of no value uh, would have monetary value? Uh, because... Uh, if it would be stolen from you, it would have monetary value. Uh, so we're going to be seeing a lot about that uh, in the next few minutes. Uh, so it says, Oduma, Hashtumiet, Hai, Manach. Or do we say is that, uh, that now uh, it's, uh, you know, he, he could uh, come along and give it back uh, as is? Okay, hi Manach. You know the, the way it is uh, is that you know it 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 stays there uh, with the rob of Afra Balmahu, and it's considered like dust uh, because it is worthless uh, to to anyone except uh, for the guy uh, to give it back as is. Velo kafar leimamona, and then when he denies having it, uh, then he is not denied a monetary obligation. Uh, okay, and that's it, and uh, and that and we won't have to. Uh, practically, uh, if you if you swear falsely, you have to add on the extra fifth, uh, and also you have to bring in Hashem. Uh, and therefore, what we're saying is, in this situation, um, it doesn't apply. Uh, so now, Milta Dibaya Rava. So that was Rava's question. However, Pshitale Rava. Rava found this obvious. Okay, uh, so so Rava asked the question, uh, but Rabba uh, finds it obvious. Uh, because I'm a Rabba, uh, Rabba says, sure, Ganavta, uh, uh, because, uh, uh, you know, B comes up to A and says, listen, A, you stole marks. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, he says, uh, it's like, he says, listen, how come you, you explain how my ox is with you? All right, so now the, the guy comes along and he's very clever. He's got a whole lot of answers. We're going to see some answers here. Uh, we're going to see other answers in, a, uh, in the next um, uh, piece where it quotes a similar writer. Uh, he says, Shomachinam, Ani Alav. He says, Listen, I was watching over it uh, for you. Okay, and. Um uh, and therefore, uh, I, I was just uh, watching it over you for free. Chayev, uh, uh, still in that situation, uh, he is liable. Why? Uh, because even a Shomer Chinam, uh, someone who watches over something for free, uh, because uh, if he claims that he's exempt, uh, if it gets stolen uh, or, or, or some kind of uh, something happens to it, uh, it gets lost, uh, then he does not have that responsibility. So uh, he, he wouldn't have to. If he says I'm a shomer chinam, then he cannot be held liable uh, for that. So it's got some form of benefit uh, from him. Okay, it's like a claim of something in a monetary thing because he could save himself uh, from 
um, uh, by saying he gets certain advantages in other words it could possibly save him money uh, if something uh, along those lines happened if it got stolen or lost uh, then he could claim uh, exemption and so therefore it's a quasi uh, monetary uh, benefit that he's getting uh, similarly um, uh, if, he, if he comes along and he says Sachar uh, he says I'm, I'm a paid uh, custodian over it and then he lies about about that, uh, and he says, and then he, he says that as she stole the ox, hooray, uh, um Chayv, he is also liable in that stage because he exempts himself in the case of the animal dying or something happening internally with the animal if something would, would not work with the animal himself and that's it. So it's still there is a, a, a small uh, Exemption. He's kind of saving himself from potential money over here. If this, if this, uh, if this uh, circumstance would happen to the animal, so therefore he's considered to be denying a monetary responsibility. Uh, similarly, Shuel Ani Alav. He says, "I borrowed it uh, as well." Chayv Shrei Patu Asmo Mi Meita of Machmat Melacha. And even if he says, "I'm a borrower," uh, which is the highest level of responsibility, uh, because of the fact that uh, he's. Um, getting full benefit from it, uh, but he's not having to pay anything. Uh, so generally he's the, uh, the highest level of, uh, he has to take the most care of it. Uh, still, even in that situation, it's still considered a monetary value uh, because if it, if it uh, stops working, uh, I mean, if it's um, uh, unable to do the job that it was supposed to, uh, if the ox dies in the middle uh, of its uh, of its work, uh, then uh, the owner, the original owner, uh, is is uh, you know he's ex- is on the uh, would, would, would can't force uh, this person to pay because after all, why did you borrow something? You didn't borrow something uh, to keep it in your house. Uh, you borrowed it for work purposes. Uh, so therefore, yeah, he's expected uh, the, uh, the original owner has got a guarantee uh, that this uh, thing can uh, the item that he that he uh, that, that he lent. Uh, is able to do its job. So if it breaks down uh, in the middle of its job, uh, then there's no responsibility. Okay, so uh, it's in, in, even in that case, uh, we see that there's a small amount of monetary uh, um, responsibility that he's e- evading, and therefore there's considered, a, a, um, he swore about it, and, uh, and it's, it's considered swearing about a monetary claim, and therefore he'd have to pay money. Alma, FLP, the high crime. So even though <clears throat> that, uh, that even though the ox is there and he could be given back and returned to the owner, uh, so therefore kavan di mignav mamona kafar. So it would, if it gets stolen, uh, the robber would be found uh, to be denying a monetary obligation. So essentially, we, we're pointing out in all of these cases, there is a small element of monetary uh, ability, so the guy is lying about that with the results. So even in this case of the chametz uh, that we said, is that if it would get stolen uh, from you, you would have to... Uh, uh, um, return uh, the money to the guy it is has got some form of monetary value even though uh, right now it's worthless uh, we say if it would get stolen from you uh, it's considered fully fledged money so too uh, it's like denying a monetary uh, claim against you and therefore as we mentioned uh, not only would you have to pay uh, the fifth uh, the extra amount uh, but also uh, what you'd have to do 
is uh, is uh, pay back uh, the uh, oh you have to bring uh, a korban asham. Right, uh, so Yatif, uh, so that that was why uh, you know so so Rava had a question, but Rava says, listen, I've got no question uh, with that. Yatif Rava, Rava was sitting and, and he was going through uh, this, and he says, listen, uh, someone who lies uh, and 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 swears falsely. Um, at something uh, is 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 not uh, it it wasn't stolen but he actually uh, stole it so he said listen uh, that that uh, uh, you'd have to pay uh, the additional fifth and also bring an an asham uh, a guilt offering amalei hashmata so he says eightway rav amram le rava so rav amram comes along and objects uh, to rava avikesh ba uh, which says that if you uh, deny uh, this, you 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 you, you um, uh, deals falsely uh, with it. You deny it. Prat lemore ikar. So it excludes someone who admits uh, to the ikar. Kaitzad. Uh, what does that mean? Shor ganafta. So it's, uh, yeah, we have the case. He says, listen, uh, in a case where someone says you stole my ox, and he says, I did not steal it. Uh, and then again, uh, you know, why is it with you? If you didn't steal it, you know, why come you've got possession? So, uh, so now the guy says, you went along and you sold it to me. You gave it to me as a gift. Uh, your father gave it to me uh, your father gave it to me uh, your father uh, sold it to me sorry your father gave it to me as a gift parati rats it ran after my ox uh, you know and, and that's it so uh, ran after my cow and, and that's how I've got it may I love Italy it came to me by itself uh, you know um, uh, it, it, it got lost on the way and I found it uh, I was guarding it for you for free I was guarding it uh, you know, uh, from you I was guarding it for you for even money uh, else I borrowed it uh, from you alright so in all of these cases the guy's got uh, these you know uh, I don't know how many it, it, it works out to be uh, but you know uh, Five, six, uh, seven, uh, eight, nine, ten. Uh, so he comes along. He's got ten excuses. How come uh, this other guy's cow is with him? He can give ten different reasons uh, why that is uh, the case. Uh, so now, Vinishba, and he said the guy says swear uh, that, that what you're saying is the truth. Vinishba, and he swore. Voda, uh, and then afterwards he admits that he was lying. That after all, you know, the, the, even though he gave ten different reasons uh, how it could have come into his position, it was him himself uh, that stole it. So then once he admits it, Yachol, who Chayv, you might think uh, that he is liable. Tamud Lomar Cheshba Prat Lomode Bikar. He says that if you know if you uh, lie about it, which means it's someone who admits uh, to the primary part of the claim. Uh, so uh, you know, so so really, what happens is, yeah, if this guy, uh, specifically in the case of where he says I am uh, like some form of watchman over it, etc., and uh, you know, so he's not liable. So how could uh, Rava say otherwise? Uh, no, it says I'm alive. Uh, um, uh, tadura. Okay, um, uh, here it is. Here it is. The owner, here you are, uh, and therefore I'm not saying that I am uh, some kind of um, uh, shomer over it, and, and that's why I might be exempt. As we saw in the previous thing, uh, shomer chinam is exempt, 
uh, he's exempt himself if the animal would get stolen or lost uh, the Shomer Sachar if it would uh, break or, or die and the Shomer even the Shoel uh, he would say that uh, it, 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 if it would die uh, in the middle of its work okay so all of those cases he's not even claiming all of it because he's just giving it back he says here it is um, uh, you know uh, because uh, you know he's, he's not saying here you are uh, and he's uh, that's it oh no um, uh, Tadura where he says Tadura it means you you foolish okay you, you got it all muddled up uh, when, what are we talking about uh, it's in the situation where he gives it straight back to him uh, but uh, when I was speaking I was saying where the ox is in a different place uh, for example the marsh and, uh, and therefore it wasn't given back uh, to the owner uh, alright so the question is um, uh, in an oath where the robber uh, you know, says uh, it was uh, I admit to the main part but you know I'm, 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 uh, uh, but, but I'm, I'm giving it back to you it says you sold the ox to me uh, you know, uh, it says my moreb ikar Okay, you know what? What admitting? What central admission uh, is that? You know, so surely you know that if you sold the ox to me, uh, you know what? What admission is there? No, Lord Sukhat Amalei, Lona Tati La Demi, Shakir Torah Vazil. So he says, listen, uh, we, we we agreed uh, to sell the ox, and that's why I've got the ox, but I never paid you for it. You know what? You want it back? Take it back. Uh, that's it. I didn't give you the money. You can have your ox back. Ata natatali when you gave it to me. Avicha natatali natno li. You gave it to me. Your father gave it to me. Again, ma more beikar ikar. So you know what, what admission uh, is the guy making over there? Amalei no amanat David na lach. Uh, no, you, you, uh, the reason I gave it to you uh, was because on condition uh, that uh, I did something for you. Okay, uh, But yeah, in this situation, I didn't do uh, that item that I promised to do. Uh, take your ox and go. Uh, it says, uh, um, uh, the ox says, uh, the guy says, I found it walking on the road and I brought it home. Uh, you know, the owner should have said, you know, you should have given it back to me. Uh, surely that's a good claim. Shmuel's father says, I found a lost object. That I would have to, that I'd know that I'd have to give it back. Uh, to you. Um, Alright, so now uh, it says Tanya, Amra bin Azar bin Azar says, Shlosh Wurtheim. There are three different uh, types of. Um uh, statements, uh, false oaths that you can do. Hikuba, Velo, Bemotza, Bemotza, Velo, Ba, Lo, Ba, Velo, Bemotza. So basically, if you take an oath that you don't have any uh, knowledge of an item, uh, it says it could be false for one of three reasons. You could recognize uh, the lost item, but you don't know its finder, or you could have recognized its finder, but you don't recognize the item itself. And it, it says, or you could have recognized neither the owner nor, the, uh, nor, nor its finder. Okay, and, uh, and that's it. So, uh, in all of those cases, that's a false oath, uh, but he does have knowledge of it. The Gemara says, law by law motza, if you don't recognize neither the, the atom nor the finder, kushta ishtaba. No, you've, you've told the truth. Ema ba uvamotza. No, what does it mean? It means he recognized both the atom and the finder.
um, and uh, it says Lema Hilchata, you know, Lema Hilchata. What's he coming along to teach us, Rav Ami? Amrav Hanina Liftor Ushmur Amar Lachav. So, what does it mean? You you swore falsely. It means Rav Rav Hanina says you're exempt in these situations for bringing. Okay, so uh, we have the dispute uh, you know, between these two. So, so what does it mean? You either either you are liable or you're not liable. So that's uh, the difference. So now that's Rav Ami uh, said that Rav Hanina said you know that you are exempt. Uh, from being, you know, for taking this false oath, and Shmuel says, no, you are liable. So it says, Pluk Tadat Dahani Tanai, and they're arguing about uh, the following discussion. This Machloket Tanaim Detanya, as it's learned in Ebrata, Hamashbia, Eidechad. If you if you go up uh, to uh, one. Uh, to, to a single witness and you say listen uh, I, I want you to swear uh, in that situation and he takes a false oath uh, he is exempt uh, from, from such a thing because one witness has got uh, nothing uh, to do with anything okay that's it uh, exempt from bringing um, uh, any form of, of sin offering for lying. Uh, okay, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Mechaev. However, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon uh, says, no, he is liable in this situation. Now, a single witness, uh, you know, why would he be liable? So it says, Mark and Mifli, uh, what are they arguing about? No, what are we talking about here? We say, Rabbi Lazar, the son of Rabbi Shimon, says that something that, that causes, uh, that could cause uh, a financial loss is considered uh, to have uh, a certain amount of monetary value. All right, so what does that mean? It means this guy, uh, if he would have um, uh, a, a, a witness, a one, even a single witness, even though he can't clarify the whole situation and he can't say, he, but, he, but he could force uh, the person to admit. One witness can cause someone to admit uh, about a debt and you make him uh, swear as well, uh, what's known as a shuat heset. Uh, that uh, he could come along and uh, uh, so he could have caused a uh, uh, a benefit uh, for this guy by withholding his testimony or lying uh, then he has uh, taken a false oath in terms of a monetary thing and uh, monetary matter and that is why he'd have to bring a korban and other opinion the Tanakama Umasava he says no the fact that it could cause uh, this person a financial loss uh, in the future that's just a um, uh, something in potential uh, that's, a, that's not considered to have actual monetary value and if it doesn't have actual uh, monetary value then you do not have to bring a, a korban asham gazelot alright uh, and once we are uh, talking about these types of things and we had talked about uh, shomrim uh, so now we deal uh, with, uh, with shomrim and, uh, and people who have uh, take on responsibilities as guardians amar of sheshit akopar Picadon. Uh, what happens if uh, a person who denies having an object that was deposited uh, with uh, with himself? Okay, now I say, I love uh, Gazlan. He turns into a thief. All right, and therefore And once he does that, uh, even though uh, he's, he becomes liable, he kind of, uh, as a thief, you are liable for anything that happens. And therefore, even if it's accidental, uh, beyond his control, he's liable, uh, even if it is an accident.
Understood. Okay, uh, that is Rav Sheshit's view. Tana uh, Tuna. However, um, uh, Tana also and and also Tana taught this in the Brata. Uh, it says he denies it. He, he swears falsely about it. Lamdenu lamadnu onesh azaminan. So that is the actual punishment uh, for someone because it talks about a korban. Uh, where's the azara? Uh, where where itself is the warning? I the prohibition against the Talmud Lomar. Uh, it says you're not allowed to deal falsely. That's a verse in Parashat Kedoshim, uh, in chapter 19, verse 11. Uh, you're not allowed to swear, deal falsely over things. My love, Onesh uh, Mamon, surely what are we talking here? Uh, they have to pay um, uh, money for this, and that uh, is exactly what Rav Sheshit said. If you deny something, uh, then you'd have to pay money. Uh, for it, so uh, so surely that proves Rav Sheshet. The Gemara says, "Law onesh shua." No, really, what it's talking about, uh, the punishment is uh, for a false oath, uh, because uh, it's additional um, one fifth, and also you'd have to bring an offering, and that is what uh, we are talking uh, about over here. Had miktana seifa vishtaba, but then uh, the Gemara says. Uh, what about uh, the, the fact that the last part of the Brata teaches Ishtaba uh, uh, that he did swear, Michlal Duresha, the law Ishtaba, must be the first part of the Brata teaches us that he didn't swear. And therefore, that, that, that's um, and really what are we talking about? The punishment is uh, the, 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 uh, the liability for, for, for any form of accident, even if it is an accident. So that is the penalty that we're putting upon the spy. Uh, no, can I tell you so far? Because uh, the last part of the Brata uh, says, uh, then the last part, he swears to a lie. Uh, that's a, a verse also, chapter 5. Uh, in um, uh, in in Vayikra, Lamadnu Onish. So therefore, we learn the Onish from there. Azara Minayin and Azara, the the, the actual warning uh, for the Talmud Lomar, Law Teshakru. You're not allowed to lie. That's uh, again back in Parashat Kedoshim in chapter 19 of Vayikra. Okay, uh, and that's at Law Teshakru. You're not allowed to lie. And we say for Dishtaba, Reisha the Law Dishtaba. Again, we have the same type of thing. The last because the last part teaches us we took an oath. The first part. Uh, must be talking about where he didn't take an oath, surely. And the Gemara says, no, Amri, it could be Idividi Dishtaba. No, maybe in both cases we took an oath, but Kan Shoda, but then in the last part uh, where he said, uh, uh, we admitted uh, to his false oath, Kan Vishabar Adam. But then in the first part where he's, and that's why he'd be exempt, because uh, he, had, I mean, that's why. He admitted uh, to it, and that's why he's liable uh, to the item, as opposed to where Adam come along uh, and, uh, and Adam swear uh, that the deposit was in his possession. Uh, to Adam, Chayav uh, Onsin. When witnesses come and uh, say that <coughs> he is liable uh, for for damages, uh, any even accidental damages over there, because he is a robber, uh, and and therefore, and that's it. Order, Ori. Uh, but when you admit yourself, Chayav Kerin, before Mesh Vasham, then what what happens is with you is that you have to pay uh, the, uh, the just the principal okay uh, but obviously then you have to add on uh, your fifth which is your quarter uh, and an asham you have to bring an asham because after all you're going to get forgiveness uh, after all of this all right uh, so now uh, so, so we see that Rav Sheshit uh, is not proved uh, from it so now actually uh, what we do after uh, not uh, after refuting his proof, uh, what we do now is Matif Rav um, Rami Barkama. So Rami Barkama uh, comes along and says, "Listen, we are arguing. Uh, I disagree with the whole fundamental basis of this." 
shekunegdo chashud ala ashua kaisad because. Um, there's a, a Mishnah in Shuot that says uh, normally what happens is uh, is that uh, um, uh, A, A has lent money from B uh, and then B comes and asks for the money and A says I've paid it back to you. Uh, then what happens is is that uh, um, B, B has to say to A you have to swear that you paid back uh, uh, to me uh, and, and, and therefore you'll be exempt uh, from uh, paying back the rest of the money to me. Once you've sworn, uh, you're not going to take an oath lightly, and therefore swear to me. So normally that's uh, what you do in, 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 in uh, the vast majority of uh, situations. You swear to exempt yourself uh, from payments. However, uh, there are certain uh, times, and the, the Mishnah in short uh, deals with them, and that's what's called chashud al-ashua. There are some times where instead of <coughs> you uh, swear uh, to deny a payment. Uh, what we're talking about is that you swear in order to claim uh, something. Uh, in other words, uh, you are the person that's claiming and you are, are made to take the oath uh, that you're saying that this is true. Uh, why is that? Because uh, as we, um, we said, it's where uh, the person is suspected uh, with regard to an oath. In other words, uh, you're telling a person to take an oath, but really you don't trust him in taking an oath. That is why, that is where we swap this around uh, and we say you have to take an oath. Ketzad, in what situations uh, is that? Uh, it says, uh, And uh, so it, it's talking about if you uh, believe that you would, he would take a false oath, how could he have been suspected? Surely it's with, he, he took a false oath with regard uh, to lying about testimony he said I didn't he didn't know uh, testimony uh, or else he, he, he lied and he didn't actually know it uh, or he swore that he had stolen something uh, I mean on a deposit that was given to him uh, he swore he says listen I don't have it meanwhile he did have it uh, even an oath a vain oath in other words you swear that a table is either a table or you swear it's a chair so either it's manifestly true or manifestly false so in all of those cases uh, we say this person doesn't really care about taking oaths so therefore there's no point in making him take an oath because he'll probably just lie and therefore what do we do we swap the oath around uh, to the person that's making the claim he has to swear and then he'll claim Gemara says about that no so the question is exactly as we said with Rav, if we hold like Rav Shashit that someone who denies a um, uh, having a deposit in his hand, uh, then he becomes essentially a robber. Uh, we know uh, that, uh, that that if he says he denies that he's a robber, but even not having, uh, you know, taking an oath, uh, then already he's disqualified from being a witness. Uh, I mean, yeah, from. Um, for taking an oath uh, because of the fact that uh, robbers uh, are not given the credibility uh, for taking oaths. So they say, Amri, Hakam uh, Askinan. No, so to try and defend Rav Shoshit, we say, what are we talking about here? Dakar Bagagam. So really, we're talking here where the deposit uh, is uh, not, not in front of him, uh, but in uh, the marsh, okay, the swamp uh, over here. And it says, Zalor Kverahu. And it's not a complete lie. It's kind of a, 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 it's, it's, it's a bit deceptive, uh, but it's not a complete lie. Uh, because the uh, Savar, he says, listen, I don't have it. Yes, I don't have it here with me. But Savar, Ashtamina, Matna, Lai, as Aslana, 
Tivna lay. He says, "Listen, although I'm saying I don't have it, I don't really have it right now. I'll just say, listen, I haven't, I never took it, uh, but really I did take it. But I'll give it back to him. So really, it's uh, what we would say. Uh, he's trying to work out a white lie. He didn't want to admit uh, in front of the guy that he deliberately stole uh, this from. Him. He said, "Listen, I'll deny it now, but really I'll go along and give it back to him." So, uh, so that's it. It's not directly in your possession uh, right now. So you don't have full control over it uh, even now. Uh, so that is uh, what we might answer. And the Gemara says, Tada. Uh, and, uh, and also, you should know, uh, if someone denies own, owning, owing, uh, owning something, and then he's going to return it later, uh, you're not actually considered Robert, Amar, Idi, Ba'avin, Ha'kofar, Bemilve, Kashul, Edith. Even though you deny a claim uh, in terms of a loan, you're still considered kosher to be a, a witness. Okay, it's not like we saw, we said the thief. Uh, if you were a thief, proper thief, you would be not kosher as a witness, uh, you, you're not uh, tr- considered trustworthy. Pick it on, pass it later. However, if you denied uh, taking a deposit, uh, then you are, are, are disqualified from being a witness because it's quite clear uh, that the deposit is with you and you deny it, so it's quite clear that you are lying and you have essentially stolen it. But then Ilfa comes along and says, Shvart Kone. No, but didn't we say that uh, you know, a, a shua, uh, taking an oath implies that you have acquired it? Once you testified that you didn't become a shomer, uh, it becomes his property. It becomes like a thief uh, over it, and, uh, and therefore you've robbed it from that person. And therefore, you should, as Rosh Hashanah said, uh, you should be liable uh, for any damage or loss, even if it's accidental. Shua uh, de so it, we, we, dove, we say, if you look at it carefully, it says, uh, It's only a shua, an oath, uh, that makes you uh, liable as well. Aval kvira lo kanya. But if you um, uh, if you deny it, uh, you know, having become, uh, do it. So, so it's one thing to take an oath uh, that you swear, but if you just go along and deny, uh, that's not enough uh, to to make you into a thief. The Gemara says, "No, Hakanami at Kaimavagam." No, it could even be uh, if we're talking here uh, in the case where he says uh, the deposit isn't with him. Uh, therefore, he thinks it's not a complete lie uh, to to say it because it isn't with me. I haven't got it right here with me, and therefore he's not taking an oath. He's saying, "Listen, he just wants to uh, get out of it for the meantime." but he essentially return it like have the animals in his house uh, then you do flat out denial uh, that is uh, problematic and uh, would cause you to become a thief and the Gemara says you got now the answer my shua kone what does it mean the shua acquires something Ravuna like Ravuna says Dama Ravuna Ama Rav if one person says I've got a hundred uh, dinners with you Vahala uh, Omer and he responds and he says Einlecha Biadi you've got nothing uh, with me Vanishba uh, and then he swears and then witnesses come uh, and then uh, testify that he lied uh, he's exempt uh, uh, from it so now that's a strange thing uh, to say that he's exempt should he should definitely be liable because he's totally denying the responsibility and he has it but uh, we see uh, it says the owner should accept it and he's not, he doesn't have to uh, pay him back uh, once you've accepted those uh, then you don't have to pay um, the, the money back uh, the fact is that you swore uh, means that you've essentially uh, acquired the acquisition. Okay, you don't have to re- repay it, uh, and that's it. So it's not talking really here yeah, about Rosh as well that you become responsible for um, 
uh, accidents or anything like that as soon as he denies the claim. So really, it's got nothing uh, to do with it. Okay, the guy has obviously uh, become a thief, but uh, you know, what, you, you, you've got bigger problems now uh, as well because you've given a false oath uh, as well. So you're in, you, you're in more uh, trouble over there. Okay, and that's it. Uh, he's got no legal claim against him, uh, but, but this guy, if he's found out to be lying, uh, he's going to get uh, punished from a human court to a heavenly court, etc. And that's, that's, he's made it worse for himself, so bad for himself, uh, that it's not just a simple matter of just returning uh, the money. Okay, and it could be a, an issue of also like Kamle Midarabim, you know, he's now really going to get it uh, if, he gets, uh, if he gets found out. Okay, we will leave it there. Uh, everyone should have a great day.